הרני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שתוכנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש משבר עצמה ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו רם נחן נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחן ופגי בן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן Let us hop right in. Of course, we're going to do conversation 266 and 267, which are going to discuss Chidushet um, Torah, innovating Torah teachings. But uh, 265 is a practical piece of advice, something very simple. Nonetheless, because we're going to study it, there's going to be a big Yetzirah surrounding it. Um, of course, as the Chachamim teach us, greater is the one who does something out of being commanded to do it than one who does something out of not being commanded to do it. Because now that you're commanded to do it, Rabbeinu teaches us, there's a Yitzhah surrounding it. By the fact that the Torah tells you not to do this and not to do this and not to do this, it's harder to do it. Whereas it would be easier if you weren't told to do it. Because the Yitzhah is specifically where the Torah tells us something. So now that Rabbeinu is going to tell us this, in the name, of course, of the Baal Shem Tov, going to be uh, difficult for those who, who you know what I mean who uh, for those who it's practical to as we're going to see right now uh, what I mean by this Rabbeinu warned us very much very much not to eat raw onions at all even if it's mixed with oil even if it's mixed with fat Even if it's mixed with other things like eggs, for example, like they do on Shabbat. Rabbeinu says, avoid raw onions at all costs. Now, um, I know Rabbi Yisrael spoke about this. And he said, uh, spring onions, green onions, I don't think falls under the category. I do have to double check, but that's what I think off the top of my head. The, the younger spring onions, the, the, um, the scallions. I don't think they fall under the category. But what we're talking about here is like shallots, red onion, white onion, yellow onion, all that stuff. We must not eat. Uh, we must not eat raw. Rabbanu says, um, avoid it at all costs. And now this is something. It's simple. It's as simple as it gets. But it requires emuna, especially for those who have the custom to eat raw onions, or for people who have a tava to eat raw onions. Something that we have to fulfill because Rabbanu is saying it. And of course, he sees things within this that we don't see. He ridiculed those people that say that on Shabbat it's good to eat raw onions. For Rabbanu said it's something that harms the body so much. It harms you tremendously. Not just the body but the soul. Rabbanu says how can you eat something that's so harmful? Rabbanu says they're harmful in many different ways. Rabbanu then calculated or he mentioned Many, several, he mentioned several illnesses, different pains, and weaknesses that they cause to that person. Says, I forgot them specifically. I forgot which, what he was talking about. I forgot which illnesses or sicknesses he was talking about. But the main thing is this. Rabban was very stringent in this. And he warned us very much. And not to eat the onions raw at all. Not through any mixture and not on Shabbat. Meaning never. The only way it is safe to eat them is when they are cooked. In the beginning we asked Rabbeinu about this. The reason why this conversation sparked 
was because we asked Rabbeinu about this, by the fact that we heard it from the name of the Baal Shem Tov. Uh, for the Baal Shem Tov said, um, we must avoid raw onions. And Rabbeinu confirmed this, and he said, it's certain that this is true. And Rabbanu began to speak about many different things in which they are harmful for. And then that is when we heard this entire conversation. So Rabbi Natan explains how the conversation um, arose. But nonetheless, something very simple that uh, God willing we should practice and, uh, and uh, do in simplicity. So if Resh Samer Vav, conversation 266. Amar, Rabbeinu said, There are tzaddikim that are very great in the Torah, and they're masters in many different books, and in the teachings of the Chachamim, of the sages. May their memory be before a blessing. And because of this, it's for this reason that they're unable to innovate in the Torah. They're unable to teach new Torah teaching, to bring down Torah novelties. For that reason, for the reason that they know so much. And the reason is because they are so, they have such a mastery. Why? Because when you begin to, to teach a lesson, to give a lesson, Torah lesson, and you begin to, and you want to create a Torah novelty, you want to innovate something new, what, and what ends up happening? They are confused by their mastery, by their great mastery in the Torah. They begin to explain many different introductions and other ideas from, that they know from other books. Because of this, their words get confused in their own heads. And they are unable to bring out a proper or a nice novelty. Essentially, they lose themselves within their own, within their own wisdom. They want to give an idea, a subject, for example, maybe on Hanukkah, but because they know this subject and it leads to another, and there's so many foundations for other ideas that spark from this, this one subject, perhaps. They might even bring a, sage, uh, a saying from the sages. And then that will spark something else, and then they'll get lost and off topic and forget how what the intended subject of what they're trying to teach is. And Rabbanu gave an example of one tzaddik in a generation that was not able, or a person in a generation that was unable to give Torah because of this reason, because he knew so much. What we could understand from Rabbanu's words. Now Rabbanu is going to teach us for those who want to create Chidush Torah, which of course Rabbanu says um, poses a big advantage for a person. It uh, helps a person rectify the evil thoughts and immoral thoughts that he had in his head. Um, thinking thoughts of Torah helps fix that. There's many other benefits to this. And of course, Rabbi Natan says in Nikutat Filot that it's an obligation upon each Jew to, to create Torah novelties. It doesn't mean to share it, because who knows Maybe that it comes, maybe it possibly comes from the chambers of exchanges and not from the true chambers of Torah. There's different things also that you have to cry before Chidush Torah. There's, there's ideas here that we, not everybody's worthy to share the Chidush Torah in public, but of course it's, it's incumbent upon each and every Jew to yearn to, to create Torah novelties, especially in truth. And to do it for you and for God. And uh, Rabbeinu says, 
Rabbi Nathan says that we can understand from Rabbeinu's kavana from his intention. What was it? Rabbeinu says when a person wants to innovate something new in the Torah, he needs to constrict his intellect, not to run immediately to confuse your own mind with multiple introductions and ideas that don't connect to the subject or that aren't necessary for the, the, the innovation that you're trying to create. Rabbeinu was saying, don't let your mind run into different subjects that has nothing to do with where you're trying to go. You have to make yourself as if you don't know. Meaning what? Take the subject at hand. Take the saying of the sages and connect it to what you're talking about. And then do with it another one, another one, another one. And don't go off topic. For you're going to lose the, the kavanah of where you're trying to go and the chidush Torah that you're trying to build. It won't be perfect. There will be no structure. You're going to lose it. Then you'll be able to bring to light these new Torah novelties um, in the proper order and the proper measure. Rabbeinu spoke about this more. But it's impossible to explain words like this in writing. The wise man will understand on his own. It... Um, Rabbeinu is saying, don't lose yourself in the introductions. Constrict your mind. Constriction is some of the most important, it's, a, it's one of the most important and fundamental midot um, qualities for a person whenever he wants to serve Hashem. To constrict yourself, not to, not to yearn out of bound. Not to go out of bound. If you try to go out of bound, you won't be able to have something uh, tangible left. Hashem Ibach wants us to serve Him with what we have, with our kedim, with our vessel. Don't break the vessel. Don't shatter the vessel by trying to go everywhere and trying to do everything at once. That means in simplicity, by trying to grab onto a small mitzvot. And that also means with the Chidush Torah that Rabbeinu is speaking about here, that we focus on the subject at hand. Seif Resh Samer Conversation 267. Amar. Rabbeinu said, One who wants to innovate in Torah, He's able to innovate and to expound on whatever he wants. Rabbi is saying, do whatever you want. Go, explore, create new Torah ideas. Everything that you merit to innovate within your intellect, do. The only condition though, is that you do that as long as you do not bring out or derive a new law. Don't create halachot from your chidushim. The government is saying, don't create, a, don't create a new law. Don't change the law of, of halacha. Don't create a new law, a new stringency, a new this, a new that. Anything that has to do with the new law, do not create. Now, Rabbi Natan Zikud Halachot is not doing that at all. It's giving you the meaning behind the laws that we do. The chidushim are there to enhance why we perform the mitzvah, why, why we perform the halacha the way it says in Shulchan Aruch, the way it is. Rabbi Natan never changed anything. The same is true of us that we cannot get, especially to this area of haughtiness, of arrogance, to change a law or to create a new law. That the main thing is you do not create a new law through your, 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 um, your, your new teachings and the teachings that you're trying to uh, expound upon in the aspect of drash uh, uh, yeah of drush 
which is like the Midrash, that level of teaching, and Sod, and the esoteric teachings like the Kabbalah. Rabban was saying, when you try to go and create novelties in these areas, do not create new laws from the Chidushim that you, that you create. What we could understand from Rabban's words, Haya was that what? That even in the Kavanot of the Ari, even in the, the Kabbalistic meditations of the Arizal, Rabbi Yitzchak Luri Ashkenazi, the great Kabbalist of the uh, 16th century, and the, even the Kavanot and the meditations of the, the Kabbalistic Sfarim uh, and the ways of the, of the Kabbalist, it, it's possible that you can create novelties from these Kavanot of the Arizal and connect certain ideas and innovate Torah ideas from this with your own intellect. Go for it. But God forbid, do not, make, do not derive a law from this. Do not change a law. Do not create a new law. Do not do anything with halakhot with this. It can give you an ability to enhance the halakha, but never to change it, God forbid. Not to create something new. And that's something very important that we must understand. The way the halakha is written, is written, it is written. That's the Kabbalah of Rabbeinu. The way it is, is the way it is. Do not change it. Do not think you're better than it. Do not think that you have something new and uh, a bigger chidush than what the halakha says. No. The halakha is the halakha. That's why you see Rabbeinu was very against those people who used to go against the halakha because they thought they were above the law. Those people that used to pray um, beyond the time of shacharit, beyond the time of shema. Rabbeinu said, you have to pray within this man. <laughs> no tzaddik is bigger than this man. No tzaddik is bigger than this man. I'm sorry. That's what Rabbeinu says. No tzaddik is bigger than this man. He says the chassidim make a big mistake for praying past this man. If Rabbi Nachman, if Moshe Rabbeinu, if the Ariya Kadosh, if, the, if Rabbi Shimba Yochai prayed in this man, nobody else is possible to pray, to pray beyond this man. And so many other tzaddikim that go beyond their, their idea, that use their ideas to create new ideas. Like I, I heard a good one that um, someone said with his Chidushim that Yerushalayim is, um, has the same Ketusha as Uman on Rosh Hashanah. You could say what you want. You could say what you want. You could say that Yerushalayim has Ketusha but do not say that Yerushalayim has the same Ketusha as Uman on Rosh Hashanah with your Chidush and now prevent people from going to the Tzadik on Rosh Hashanah. That's, that's a sophistication changing the law. When I, when I say changing the law, that means when Rabbeinu says, When Rabbeinu says that, I know the essence of Rosh Hashanah, Hashem gave this to me as a gift. As a gift. And um, Hashem knows that this was not given to me as an inheritance for my, for my forefathers. He gave this to me as a gift that I know the essence of Rosh Hashanah. And he, I, like Hashem, like Rabbeinu says that the Rosh Hashanah is a big chidush. He says, Ole alakol, it's above everything else. Which means what? That now we're going to have the sophistication to say that being in Rosh Hashanah is just as good. This is changing the law. When I say changing the law, that, that falls under the category of anything that the Tzadik Ahmed says. For example, like we just mentioned, in the, in the last thing, when Rabbeinu says, don't eat raw onions, don't come with a chidush and, and this and that to change what Rabbeinu said because now it's not applicable. That's shtuyot. 
That's thinking that you have more wisdom. It's better for a person to say, I don't have the koach maybe to go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. That's better for a person to say that than to say that what? Oh, but maybe it's better to stay here. Because you know what that is? That's just changing the Torah. And especially when it goes to things that are written directly black and white in Shulchan Aruch, like praying, praying in this man, praying uh, that we have to pray within the time limit, and that we cannot purposefully pray beyond the time limit. When it says that we have to pray in this man for Shacharit, or in this man for Shema, we have to pray in this man for Shacharit and Shema. No tzaddik is bigger than this. So there's inyanim, I'm saying in general, just at a, at a basic level, just across the board, that when there's a halakha, there's a halakha. And we should not ever think because of a chidushim, especially uh, the tzaddikim who are able to create Torah novelties because they have so much chokhmah, because they're righteous people. That God forbid they shouldn't fall into this mistake in thinking that they're able to change the halakha. And that's what Rabenu says. The main thing is to engage in the world with the understanding and the foundation of halakha. That you do not change anything. People love to... Uh, people who don't know anything, to be quite frank. They don't know anything about Rabenu or, Bre- or, or Breslev. They like to speak about uh, certain people within, uh, within uh, Rabenu's uh, students and uh, say that they don't do this, that. They don't uh, follow halakha, this, that. <laughs> Understand this. The main thing for Rabenu is halakha, shulchan And we see this right here. That even the chidush Torah that we come up with cannot change the shulchan aruch. Rabenu said, I wanted to create a shulchan aruch. He writes it to Moran. I wanted to create my own shulchan aruch with a psak that was final, with a final halakha, to create a clarification as to what to do, what not to do. And to come up with a, fi- a book that is final, that they met, every Jew can rely on. But he said, once I came with Likut Moran, I, don't, I, I, I decided not to do it. Rabenu said, shulchan aruch, Every person needs to study Shulchan Aruch. This is a law that must not be passed over. Every single day you must study Shulchan Aruch. And if you can't study, if you're rushing, study at least one law. But we see here the importance of studying Shulchan Aruch. And that no tzaddik is bigger than the halacha. No tzaddik is bigger than the code of Jewish law. God willing that we should follow it in simplicity. Halevai, if only we were able to follow Shulchan Aruch without any sophistications, Rabbi Anus teaches us in Tzichot that we were able to follow Shulchan Aruch with just simplicity. God willing, we should merit to do this with great simcha, Bezrat Hashem, following the words and the Diborim of the Tzadik Amen. Amen.